There's nothing else to do. <laughs> I know there wasn't doing that, but I love YouTube because it's the ultimate like how to guide. Right. If you want to like fix any part of your yeah. car or your house yeah. or whatever, you it's can awesome. learn how to do pretty much anything. So I have like a nick in my my. You know you know how you have to you get like a um, <laughs> little crack in your windshield. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, unfortunately, oh, yes. Crud, I gotta fix this. So I went on YouTube and you said, okay, get this little kit, do this, do this, do this, yeah, and you're good to go. And I did it, and it worked. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> It's amazing, like when yeah. it, it freaking works out the way you're like yeah. intending it for DIY. It to do it yourself. <laughs> do it yourself. Okay. <laughs> get. I guess get the show started. Yep. What's up, everybody? It's Josh Ramey. Welcome to the Mister Woo Woo Podcast, the fifth one. Uh, thank you for joining us today. I am blessed to have an amazing guest with me here today. I've known this gentleman for at least fifteen, something like seventeen that. years, and uh, a colleague yeah. of mine. He's trained incredibly well in multiple healing arts especially the rolf method the 10 series you might have heard of that is the deepest deep tissue you can get if you love stuff like that this is your guy and uh he also knows the amazing art and is um, pretty much an expert at this point uh as complete expertise in this science and art called matrix energetics the rare art so i'm glad to welcome Matthew Denick to our program. Thank you, dude. Thank you Thanks, for coming. You're the best. You're Appreciate the fit best. Thank you for coming to do this. Uh, this whole show is basically about the um, the healing arts that we were trained in, um, the energy arts and spiritual arts that we were um, introduced to by Dr. Richard Bartlett in particular. That's at least the the lineage that we and cosmology that we share in that training. Yeah, that's true. And uh, it's a very highly unique art and you're a unique man and we have a unique history together. Um, you've probably served like what, 15, 17,000 people at this point in your God, career, at least maybe 20, 20,000. Well, I mean, I do God, I do. Let me see how many do I a week? Probably around, I do close to 20 sessions a week. Whew. So yeah, something like that. 20 sessions a week, 80, a 18. Month. Like you're, you're at like a thousand a, a year clip, dude, at least, at least. So, yeah, you've probably reached 20 grand at this point, 20,000 human beings <laughs> served and happy. Uh, the reason I wanted to have Matt on here in particular is because we met uh, like at least 17 years ago at a college. I guess you could call it a college. They call it a college. Yeah. <laughs> it's the International Professional School of Body Work, but we call it Ipsby College. And the I call it the best college I ever went to. Best school I've ever went to. I call it Hogwarts, man. When I went there, it's like my teachers were pretty much wizards. All the people that I knew and went to school with, with crazily diverse backgrounds. I went to San Diego State for eight years, and I got like early anything out of that. Honestly, nothing out of it. What did you well, major in? You know, I majored in computer science, computer engineering. Oh, okay. I changed it over to psychology. Didn't like the direction that was going, mm -hmm. so then I was going to do kinesiology, and then right. that that that, that major was really over impacted at the time. Oh, really? So I couldn't, I couldn't, um, I couldn't get any of the undergraduate classes I needed in order to progress with it. So then I was looking for different options. Okay. And I found Ipsby. And you were, did, were you drawn to bodywork because it was like the physical science arts? Actually, or? I was drawn to it out of necessity. I had a lower back problem when I was like 14 years old, 15 oh. years old. Okay. So I had, I had a lot of lower back pain. So I've seen chiropractors for around, since I was 14, all the way up till about 29. Wow. I know, 15 years. Dang, man. Someone finally had the magic touch and got rid of it? No. <laughs> no, oh, it, it no. persists to Unfortunately, this day. <laughs> I, yeah. No, no, actually, I don't have any more. I don't have any back problems at all. Nothing. That's, I didn't but think that's you did. because of <laughs> what I got into. Right. It wasn't, uh, you know, chiropractor didn't help me a heck of a lot. 
the last chiropractor I had was a friend of mine, actually, and um, he would uh, work on me for like 40 minutes. The only chiropractor wow. that ever did this, he would actually do some massage work on me. Oh, like deep, that's the best. Like deep, deep, deep shishu on the back. Yeah, And yeah. try to, and then he would adjust me. And okay. not surprisingly, that actually lasted longer than a day. Because yeah. usually when I go see a chiropractor, it'd be like adjustment, adjustment. And then about 20, 30 minutes later, I started feeling it creep right back. It was only 20 or 30 minutes later when it came oh, back. It, huh? it was barely, it was barely Yikes. anything. It was barely anything. It was huh. like constantly getting adjustments. I would see the chiropractor three times a week. About 14 to 15 years. Yeah. Wow. I know. But he started doing deep tissue with me. And that's kind of what edged me towards body work. Because oh, okay. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was, I was thinking, well, kinesiology is a good route to go. But mm-hmm. um, my chiropractor had done some body work on me. Uh, it's like deep tissue. And I said, well, mm-hmm. you know, where could I learn this? Well, there's a lot of schools around. So oh, I started researching them. That's cool. Did you go to an open house? Was that how you found uh, it? No. Actually, I just looked up it online. You just found yeah, it online? Yeah, just found it online. Man. It's kind of weird oh, how it geez. worked, too. Because, you know, I actually went to the School of Healing Arts first. And, okay. and looked, there, looked at their school. Mm-hmm. I went there. And I saw it, and it just didn't draw me for whatever reason. Just didn't like the vibe, or it just wasn't like for you kind of thing. You know, I was like, oh, I could, I just, I just didn't, just didn't feel it. Okay. And then I saw, I looked up Ipsby, and I said, this is interesting. And yeah. I guess you know, I got drawn to that more than anything else. Okay, interesting. And then you did essentials with. Yep. Did you have James, or did you have somebody else? Oh no, no, I had Diana. Yeah, Diana. Oh, yeah, Diana's cool. great. I don't know if you ever had her. You haven't had her, have you? Uh, was she the one that did the skin rolling in particular? Like yes. she specialized, yeah, she, she like, did picked soma the skin work. up. She and specialized just, in soma work. Yeah. It was like it was fantastic. heart and meaning. Like she did a class with somatics. Yeah. It had something to do with like heart and meaning or something like that. And she would like, she would pick people's skin. She would pick your skin up like a cat. Right. And just and shake, shake you like, and, and do these little tiny microfascial like meltings and it just break through and probably like start crying like a baby. Just, you know, like, and just crinkle your skin and like roll it really hard. Mm-hmm. Like you can imagine rolling. <laughs> like rolling dough basically. Like rolling but, yeah. hard dough. Dude, but if you're, picking you're pulling up, up your, that dough and squeezing it in and your skin it. and shaking you from that mother freaker. It sounds worse than it is. It, yeah, visually, yes. Yeah, yeah, like, visually like, it sounds so bad, calming. but it actually feels pretty it's good. It's making me tingle just thinking about it actually. <laughs> like that's awesome. Cause I, the reason I signed up with Ipsby was uh, James Stewart was working uh, at one and upstairs doing sensory repatterning. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, I think this is the school. These people look like well, they're James totally... is just so, he was so connected. Dude, that he guy just, was he, an that avatar, guy was just like... bro. That guy was like a Buddha. It was mm. crazy. Like, and went upstairs and uh, like, the reason why there was my girlfriend at the time, Adria, I don't know if you remember her, Adria no, Ross. No, no. I remember you when you were dating, um, God, what's her name? Oh, man, 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 man. April? April, yeah. Oh, no, this the gal before her. Like, I started going to this school with this this short. She was even a supervisor for a while, Adria. I'm surprised you don't remember. She was Carrie Lou Arnold's uh, good friend. I remember Carrie Lou. Carrie Lou did my 10 series. She what? She did my 10 series. Oh, that's cool, man. That's awesome. She was your evaluator or gave you one? No, no, she did my 10 series. She's the one that performed her 10 series. I mean, I had had two go-throughs or three go-throughs when I did my training. Mm -hmm. You know, but when you're... When you're getting it from a student, yeah, it's, it's not quite the same. Oh, dude, I'll bet, especially when they got their fingers up your freaking nose or yeah, in your, up your. They don't know what they're doing. I mean, I'm 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 talking to myself here too because we're we're just starting. We have no clue. You're just trying to do the best you can. You're just trying yeah. to figure out what you're doing. You don't even really know. So, you know, you have to go and and over and over and over again work on, you know, work on these techniques and yada yeah. yada. But she'd been doing it for a couple of years. And she did my tensor. It's a fantastic she was so experience. Good. 
care that Arnold, if wherever you're out there, you are you are the shit. You're yeah. so good at that 10 series. Everyone used to speak about her, how her, her approach was softer and more yin when she would go in. And this this 10 series that we're going to talk about is, Maybe. is a magical something. No, oh, was she brutal? <laughs> Was she brutal? I was gonna say, softer and more yin. Uh, maybe it was just me. I mean, was she brutal? <laughs> yeah, because she I liked di- like dirt, deep work, and I gotta I say, know. you know, I still remember her doing my IT bands, and it, it was. Uh, oh, that one's the roughest. Bro. It was probably tantamount to the, the only thing that I remember from the series. <gasps> it's like giving birth to your leg, dude. When they pop sort that of. hamstring or that uh, quadricep out, that like lateral one that usually adheres in the inside of the IT band. Mm. I used to I'd save that for like Marines that were snotty with me when they would like be talking shit like oh you can't make me feel enough pain you can't go deep enough because I you know I look like I'm a buck 40 like sopping wet so I would just lean my sharp old elbow like right into the side of their thigh and just like okay tell me if you feel this and just run that thing along the side of their leg like the Titanic meeting the iceberg and it would it is just hear him getting those octaves ah good times good times oh yeah so uh <laughs> so you went to Ipsby, you yep. you learned with Diana, and then mm-hmm. when you were specializing in uh, what type of body work that you wanted, like I went the somatic or soul path that they right. call, and um, there's also a clinical path, and there's also an Asian studies path. Right. Um, what drew you to like Rolfing, like, or excuse me, not Rolfing, but Rolf method? Oh, structural integration. Structural, yeah, just call it structural integration is another name for it. Mm-hmm. What did the 10 series of structural integration like draw you in? Like, what did you see? What did you... Well, experience. honestly, I didn't know anything about it. Never heard of it before. Didn't oh. go to the school for it. I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. Took know it on a whim. Anything? No, no, no. There's actually a specific. Oh, okay. It, it kind of was um, very happenstance that it happened, or very, I guess you could say, fate, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had, I had, I decided to do sports, sports massage. Okay. And because I want to work with athletes, and oh yeah, it's, it was always you my thing. Because I was, a, I was, a, I was a soccer coach. I've been a soccer, a soccer coach for like twenty years. Awesome. And um, so I, you know, I worked out. I liked working with athletes, and I figured that'd be a good way to go. Okay. And so. in order to do that, I really I had to do my HHP, and you know, had I was going to get my um, associates and. HHP uh, means holistic health practitioner. It's a thousand year, a thousand years. years, It feels like a thousand years when you're trying to get a thousand hours. A thousand hours. (laughs) (laughs) Got way over that, anyways. But little over, but uh, like licensure thing. So you got your HHP, and then you were just trying to like figure out like you know what do I specialize in? I was gonna. I was in order to get my HHP, I had to take Introduction to Structural Integration. It's just a, it's, it's like a principles class. Like the first three, uh, uh ser- like no, no, sessions. No. They of don't the even, they don't even teach you the sessions. They don't. No, 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 no. It's basically just, um, if you want to call it a tips and tricks, okay. you can call it a tips and tricks. And oh, basically okay. it's, it's like, it's, it's, uh, they'll, they'll show you some basic guidelines working with, um, uh, different techniques. And then, you know, it's more the technical aspect of it as opposed to understanding the theory and understanding oh, okay. the Awful actual trains. function of the work. It's more of, Oh, you have back pain. Well, you should look at the quads or the IT bands or the relational know, like right diagnosis and those sorts of things. things. So it's not really understanding the fascial organization of the body mm-hmm. and the structure in general, but it was just a principles class. Oh, okay. Okay, and and it, did it suck you in? Was it just so amazing that you were like, It Dude. sucked me in when we did the quad release, which incidentally I just mentioned. Right. We did the quad release, and I had um, felt a release of pressure in my back that I had never felt before. 
isn't that funny folks like wherever your pain is right now don't be surprised if it's coming from some other part of your body exactly well it usually is and compensation it, works that way that's how it works compensation works that way how does it work well compensation is um it's when your body compensates in one way to basically counter another way it's been contracting mm -hmm. so say for in this particular instance we were talking about a low back when the quads tighten up or when they shorten, mm -hmm. which can happen chronically for a lot in a lot of different ways, um, like riding a bike, for instance, it's 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 a constant contractual motion. There's no hyperextension of the quad right. when you're riding a bike. Okay, good point. So I get bikers all the time, and they get low back problems. Oh. High heels is another good example. Oh yes. And one of the things structural integrators we do Tilts not like high heels, <laughs> mainly because it money in for yeah. sure. Every female client I've ever had, oh, but I love my heels. I know you like how you look in them, but I'm telling you right now, they're killing your back, they're killing your feet, they're killing your knees, and eventually kill your neck because anything that happens to the pelvis happens to the neck. Yeah, temporal bones start referring it eventually. Right, so, I mean, basically your pelvis is the, is the foundation. It's like the foundation of a building. Yep. So if that foundation is, is crooked or misaligned, it's going to travel right up the spine to your neck and you know, cause issues there. If not in the neck specifically, maybe thoracic. Other muscles that have to contract to compensate for that maybe. loss of either energy or rotation or pain. Or, well, yeah. It or plays freedom. a lot into the energetic flow too. So it's like just other, your muscles are clenching twice as hard to compensate to for other ones, right. folks. And that's why we want massage and body work. <laughs> that's why you need to treat yourself and get a session. But what, we, what Matt specializes in is an incredibly unique approach to body work. Um, it was created, I believe, by Ida Rolf. Correct. Right, great bio, biologist, uh, biochemist. Biochemist, I believe she was. Yeah. And she was from Israel, I think? I'm not sure. I know she was German. I'm not oh, sure what her actual German? location. Oh. I mean, she was. She did. She was a journey, uh, German lineage, lineage. She's an incredible human being. She invented uh, a ten series or a ten session um, massage therapy protocol that you would do with uh, one of her people or Rolf method uh, structural integrator, and they would be able to almost like take you apart like scaffolding <laughs> the part that doesn't work well because that's how they describe it at school. They'd be like, "This guy took me apart, and after the first three sessions." If you don't continue with the rest of the sessions, you could just fall to pieces because it, you're like that. You don't have all the scaffolding hooked onto like where it should. Well, I wouldn't say you fall to pieces, but I'm just saying you don't get as much <laughs> out of it. That's for sure. Um, you definitely don't. In general, <laughs> the first three sessions are are kind of it's the opening of the sleeve, if you will. So think of the okay. when and the outer I'm layer. Few, I'm gonna use a few terms, but sure. uh, the extrinsic tissue. The extrinsic tissue is the external tissue. The doing muscles. Yeah, kind exactly. Of. So, oh, okay. you, you know, you basically, you know, the biceps, the quads, okay. the glutes, okay. mm -hmm. you know, the general, general, larger the muscles. The big ones. Okay. Yeah. And um, intercostals, that sort of thing. Oh, so, even the rib meat. Nice, yeah. you guys. Up here, external. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, That's intensely sounding. Pecs, that sort of thing. <laughs> so external. Yes. As opposed to getting into the core, which is more psoas, iliacus, you know. Deep gut muscles, right? Deeper, yes. Deeper, more sensitive. Stuff that Pilates instructors would focus on. When people say the core muscles, yeah. that's basically what I think Matt's talking about, right? And we generally don't like to think of the body in the term in terms of muscular contraction this way, muscular contraction that okay. way. That's the way that maybe a kinesiologist or a physical therapist thinks of the body. We oh. tend to look at fascial lines. Fascial line. So you're saying like there's these long bands of connective tissue that right. encompass multiple 
almost like a like a spiral, like a candy wrapper that goes up and around. Yeah. Well, there is a spiral line. There's oh. a lateral line. There's a diagonal line. There's an anterior line. There's a deep anterior line, oh. a back line, a deep back line. Wow. So there's a lot of vectors then. There's a lot of vectors. Well, yeah, it's, it's, it's tensegrity. So that was, that's what holds you up. And I've explained this to people numerous times. So if you took all the connective tissue out of the body, you'd be a pile of bones on the floor. And in fact, bone is, is just a much more dense form of connective of tissue. connective tissue, yeah. Right. <laughs> so it'd <laughs> so be a pile of mush. Yeah, and pile but of mush. what is it about the connective tissue that is creating people's problems? Like Well, it's not creating a problem. It, it serves a very function. Connective tissue itself is what allows us to move through through gravity and allows us to mm -hmm. move uh, holds our body together mm -hmm. and keeps us as a last in beings. It's, it's very functional. The problems come yeah. when you have um, habitual patterns okay. or injuries. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So if you're like getting a car accident or What's if you're- What's the state of that connective tissue? When, like, when someone goes, I'm injured, and they go, here, look at my leg, and you're looking at their connective tissue as it exists in that moment. Right. Like what, kind of, what is it about that configuration? Is it because it's too dense? Is it because it's- uh, twisted is it because like what is the condition of that tissue that makes you go, well, you, like, go at it you named a couple of things a couple of things it could be so i mean in general i wouldn't know until i got in there okay when i look one of the first things we do with any any client that i work with mm -hmm. is we do an assessment okay so an assessment usually consists of yeah take us through that yeah ass assessment usually consists of getting information from them so i'll have them fill out a questionnaire which allows me to get a general gist of the things that they do mm -hmm. on a daily basis. If they're addicted to smack, stuff like yeah, that. That would help. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, it's good to know. I'm not sure if that would be helpful for the work, but. Um, Venous drainage. Oops. Mm -hmm. okay. But. <laughs> yeah, so you get like, uh, you, you have somebody say that, that they work at a computer all day. Okay. Right. So they're sitting in front of a computer. Common. And common patterns sitting in front of a computer is what? Rolling your shoulders. Thousand. Slouching your head. Mm -hmm. You're sitting there typing. Yeah. I mean, I could just. I could explain you have, you say you have headaches, say you have neck pain, mm -hmm. you say, you know, your, your upper back is bothering you. You've got knots in your upper back. You don't know why. Well, in general, you'd go get a massage and what are they going to work on? You and I both know the answer to this. Yeah. What is it? They're going to work on what? Whatever they told them. They're right. Gonna work, yeah, exactly. They're going to work on the upper back. They're going to work on the back of the neck. They're going to work on exactly what that person. So you got to hit those playing. peripheral muscles, you guys. Well, yeah, you got to hit. You have to. You have to find what the cause of the hyperextension or the the um, overcontraction is. And you, because you know those trains, those fascial trains, you already know like the most probable pathways and re and and what is causing it if it's a different muscle, right? Right. So that's, so that's what makes your work unique. Yep. It makes you unique. And it also, I mean, there can be effects from um, longer way. Um, in other words, it's not always a direct effect. There can be a more indirect effect. Like, for instance, let's say that you have uh, a neck pain, for yeah. instance. Okay. Right? Okay. And I took a look at your shoulders. Your shoulders are rounded. <clears throat> so I go in there and I do kind of what we do in session one. We open up the ribs. We open up the sternum. Mm -hmm. We go after the pecs. Right. We go after the um, the rotator cuff a little bit. Ooh. Then I go into the scalenes and I work the SEMs Oof. and open all the anterior neck muscles up as I, that I can. And then I get some elongation through the posterior, the soleus, the – not the soleus, I'm sorry, the um, splenus capitis. The uh, upper muscles. traps. Yeah, these are all muscles. <laughs> these are all neck muscles too. It's like if you could see like where he's pointing, it'd be like, yup, that, yup, that. You'd be like licking your chops like, yeah, stick your knuckles right in there, bro. Like yep. it's, yeah. 
Exactly. So open yeah. So the, <laughs> in general, you, you you go after that, and then okay. so you open everything up. Uh, they feel oh, I feel so much better. But they come back the next week, and the shoulder pattern hasn't really appeared. But there's there's still some tense. There's still some tense tensegrity. There's still some problem there. Sure. So it could be related to your interior pelvis. Another another group of muscles. Right. So external. that's on the same line, the anterior line. Oh, okay. So your I got interior what you're pelvis saying. is dropping down. Like so oh, since here, so you go quads abdominal are actually muscles, pulling the pelvis down. Stuff like that. And now that's hyperextending and it's pulling up this midline. So you're talking like so rectus it's, abdominis. It's causing this it's causing that to pull down. To pull down. Right. So what I'm I know you can't see me, but the um, <laughs> <laughs> We're not filming these yet, guys, yeah. but we will. But uh, basically if your anterior pelvis is tilted, think of your pelvis as a bowl of soup yep. and that soup is pouring out the front pouring downwards in front right so yeah. that would be pulling that fascial tissue from the rectus abdominis mm -hmm. coming all the way up your sternum all at the center mm -hmm. and that pull right there would affect your interior neck yeah yeah and, and is that where you would stick your knuckles in like right well then? i would look to correct the problem my quads i'd have to hit right. in order to balance the pelvis mm -hmm. and of course a bunch of other things hip flexors doctors depending on what the issues are so even though you got like neck pain you right. might get your quads worked on Right. So that's, and it's such a rare approach. Like it's, it well, seems counterintuitive, but the system is so unique. That's one of the reasons we're taught from the very get go uh -huh. to follow the, the 10 series, the Rolf structural integration 10 series. Exactly. As she had written it. Right. Out. As, as Ida kind of developed it over, over the course of her life. And, um, the reason for that is because it's a systematic holistic way to approach every aspect of the body that oh. way you don't miss anything especially with a new practitioner when they really don't quite you know can't quite see how the fascial imbalances occur right then you know and they really don't know where they're coming from and even an experienced practitioner it's you don't always know exactly where everything is coming from there's a lot of exploring that goes on a lot of exploring a lot of intuition yeah. and mm -hmm. people won't tell you everything that happened to them in their lives because they could have a problem that <laughs> occurred when they're 10 years time, old man. they don't remember yeah, they don't remember totally it he it was something that happened it healed they forgot about it yeah. and they never mention it again and so you're digging at stuff and all of a sudden you find something what is this and that could have been one of the big problems causing a mm -hmm. shoulder problem or a neck problem yeah. or a knee problem or a back problem. It's rarely yeah. from where the problem is. Almost never. Almost never. Unless somebody takes a bat, hits your knee, guess where the problem is? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. The, that immediate problem. It's the knee. <laughs> yeah. Right there where they hit it with a bat. <laughs> so, uh, so you studied uh, the Rolf method for what? Like a, you, you did a specialization? Yeah, we did just... specialization. That takes a couple of years. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's probably the longest program they have at OSV, come to think of it. It was. I just mm -hmm. took craniosacral twice, but I felt like they were missing a few things, you know? Like mm -hmm. if, oh man. Awesome college. Rest in peace, Ipsby. The yes, college is now it was, gone. It, that was a shame. And that was that was yeah. due to... That's hippies doing business, man. Right. Right? What's don't business mix. again? Business hippies. <laughs> it kind of functioned oh. better when it wasn't for profit, right? It really did. The second they tried to, to grow and, and make it big. Yeah, they tried to monetize it. As soon as they did that, dude, you know, HP Angel was like, fuck you. You heard what happened, right? There's I, a lot of the, the FAFSA loans. Well, yeah, the loans, loans got, you know, loans got involved and they tried to, like a few of the few owners of the college started to try to like make money off of it and try to get a return on their investment. And then it all just went to shit. It was supposed right. to just be like a, a place for transformation yeah. and not really make any money. Such, it was never supposed to do it. So many great teachers there. I mean, you would not believe it. teachers. The best um, pregnancy massage teacher basically in the world. Oh, yeah, I know. She's there. Um, one of the direct students of Ida Rolf. 
was one Ed of the Mopin. founders, Ed, Dr. Ed Mopin. Shout out to you. Ed You're Mopin wrote, uh, wrote the book that they, they still use. Yeah. Dude, uh, Rick Gold, founder of Pacific College of Oriental Medicine out here in San Diego. Mm -hmm. He was just my Thai teacher, you know, yeah. like he, like we had nothing but like took industry theory, right? Some changers. Mm -hmm. The only one I took was uh, the Thai specialization. I took the Thai too. I didn't take the specialization. Uh, you remember the table tie? You remember Robin? Yeah, table tie. You took, yeah, I remember Robin. She's our boss, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, she dragged very, me into it. She good. says, you've got to come to my class. You've got to come to my class and teach me this fill class. It up. Yeah. <laughs> she was so passionate about Thai. She was. It was fantastic. But the, the mistake she made was she brought me and Ron both into her class. Oh. So you know what me and Ron were doing on a table while she was teaching table time? Structural. Right <laughs> yeah. A lot of structural. Just going, ah! She, 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 she's, Rossinger, maybe? It was so funny. She's over there. She's over there working with, with a pair of students, and we're over there on the other table messing with each other. Ripping doing each all other's kinds legs of, off. Doing all kinds yeah. of uh, <laughs> different structural techniques trying to yeah. modify the table type techniques into structural work oh my god and she's 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 like shaking her head and like grabbing her head like, what are you doing please stop please stop please stop that sounds just like her dude <laughs> yeah it's like if you guys are into into pain if you're the type of those folks that you love to chew on the endorphins if you're the endorphin crowd you're like i like a little discomfort with my fill in the blank well, yeah. I mean, this that was is kind of the definitely, <laughs> this is definitely your modality. Like if you're a martial artist, if you're a fire person, if you're someone that has a nervous system that doesn't have as much acute sensitivity as usual, uh, if you like pain, dude, structural integration is going to be candy to you because it is very, very deep. And when I mean deep, take it as deep as you're thinking like, oh man, that guy's elbow's deep and double it because you're moving against that pressure and it's basically taking you apart. I mean, I think if I'm not wrong, one of the sessions you kind of go up into the nasal cavity or into the mouth and session, readjust. Yeah, session seven. Session seven. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mouth work and jaw work. Mouth work and jaw work. But Weird. it does over the nasal cavity or the nasal cavity as well. I typically Palette. don't um, do that unless necessary. A lot of people don't like it. Yes. Uh, unless you had like a broken Intense, nose dude. or... Um, right. unless broken you're really, nose, unless you're interested well? in doing it. Like I had a broken nose. So okay. So I absolutely can't tell you. Nose is straight as an arrow, bro. So you must've okay. like really carefully must've well, done a job on it. I could tell you about that. Maybe another time. <laughs> another time. <laughs> the underground story. Cool. Yeah. But, uh, no, I had, um, when, when actually I, I ate that up like candy when we, when we did the nose thing, mm -hmm. she's, she's going up my nasal cavity and I was just going like, yeah, yeah, just pushing just into it, it kind up, of thing. Sucking it up. And I could feel, oh, Open it's, up it's, the it's almost like feeling a release in, in the nasal cavity itself. Yeah, because sometimes yeah. that little cartilage piece or that bone, like it can get like kind of off-centered in there. Yeah, it does. And, it does. and it'll get warped. So. And it contracted too and warped. It just depends on, on on what happened throughout your life. You know, you never know. And that's such a yin and yang approach, like where you're just like, literally physically moving the, the finger into the nose and like kind of changing it into the brain versus... Uh, in craniosacral, we did gloved work and we would like work inside people's mouths and then up and into the nasal cavity yeah. and try to unwind it into the brain using just consciousness. So it's important to get these spots, people. Now, it's oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's really interesting because it's okay to lean into your discomfort. I've had I've had so many interesting thing interesting things happen on the table mm -hmm. with that kind of work. Oh yeah, now, some people Can't and imagine. especially TMJ issues. Oh my god, tepal mandibular joint Big issues. History. Um, people that have that. Uh, clenching, which I guarantee you, there's a lot of people that clench. A lot of people listening got to stress, right now. you know that sort of thing. Yep, it's great because you can get into the um, the pterygoids or the from the, the mouth, hmm? from the mouth, like side of the cheek kind of thing, or do you go under the jaw? In the mouth. Oh, if you go from the mouth and then Inside down, the or the pterygoids going up and into the um, 
Inside the mouth. Inside the mouth, and they go down into the. Um, well, they're right the in the back of the jaw, back here. Oh wow, man. Okay, yeah, that's super intense, dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not that. It's not actually. You if you had dental trauma, it'd be amazing. You barely feel it because it, it. Remember the the term. It's, it's, it's almost like a. It's almost like. Um, it feels like a bone. Yeah, right. And it it'd really isn't. It's hard. technically a ligament. Like a ligament, <laughs> yeah. or like it's a, a really ligament. Hard. So yeah. So you basically you 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 sit on it and you wait. Uh, Wait for it to soften. Oh, okay. And it makes a big difference because it actually allows the jaw to, jaw to extend a little more. Did Carrie Lou ever teach you? Because like it sounds like you know sitting there and wait is more of her thing, whereas I know other people. Well, like, I mean, sit there and destroy it. You know? No, 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 no. I'm gonna stop you there. No, no, no. That's not the way that I do my work. <laughs> not. I don't I'm not sit talking and you, destroy. Matt. Not you. I'm saying there was two different schools of thought when we were there going were, to school. There was the sit and waiters and like. <laughs> You know, just kind of listen into the tissue and let it invite you in. And that was the Carrie Lou crowd. And then there was... Um, well, I did have my series done with Carrie Lou. Well, that's... Well, there you go. There you go. That's, I'm glad. Maybe I picked a few I things. gave you a more, general, a more general approach. <clears throat> I mean, I have, a, ver I have a, a pretty large variety of clientele. So it's not like I've got sure. all me, you know, big athletic no, football no. players. But I have, you know, it's older that, senior I'm, citizens. I don't mean so much pain. It'd be more like yeah. intensity. Well, it can be an intense. intense Even a soft touch can be intense. Wow! If you touch the if you touch the right area, I mean, if you if you if there's hit, history if you, and pain there, yeah, absolutely. If there's if it's scar tissue, which is um, another aspect of my work that I learned later on. Uh, great teacher Sharon Wheeler. She was another one of Iderall students. In fact, she was the youngest student that Iderall ever took. Most of you know, and people know this, but most of Iderall students were you know upper graduates like PhDs and whatnot. Right. And um, so they're in their 30s, 35, 40s. And Sharon was actually only 21 when she took her under what, her wing. What perspective was unique that she had? Well, she has dealt with several techniques, working with scar tissue. I mean, there's there's a few different techniques out there. A very, very common one's called the DeGraston technique, where they use mm. almost kind of like, uh, not a butter butter knife, but I like to call it a butter knife. It's like a like a metal instrument. And okay. they, they scrape along the scar tissue. Wow. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't prefer that one. Um, when so I took, a, I took a, yeah, kind of is, but when I took a <laughs> class with Sharon, we did a lot of um, kind of discovery and simple separation and almost like mini rolfing. Okay. On each scar, like a micro on scar tissue. Yeah, it takes a little longer, level. but the one wonderful thing about once you've broken up and reintegrated that scar tissue into the fascial matrix, okay, you get um, it, it doesn't come back. It's just still puddle. It's, it's gone. Like, it's, it's gone. So it's done. You know, you've broken the scar tissue up. It doesn't just come back which is one nice thing about it. But it can also wreak havoc when you're trying to do a standard 10 series mm -hmm. and you don't know there's a lot of scar tissue there. Oh. So you have to address scar tissue because it'll hold restrictions. Think about if someone tied a knot in your anterior line. That's or even going, in your shirt. Right. It would pull your shirt. Like, would, yeah, it tie a knot in your shirt it. like this. It would pull. You'd feel it yeah, on the collar. Feel all the threads pulling if it was on your pulled, neck. If you tied your pants, you'd feel mm -hmm. it on your pants. So you'd feel that pull. You'd feel that tension. Exactly. And that tension would be constant. It would never go away. It's there 24-7, 365 days a year. Yeah, you're always wearing that inner shirt, you guys. Yeah. I, I always call it the four-layered wetsuit. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you, you just, but the goal is you want that, that wetsuit to fit. Like if you've ever worn a wetsuit that was too small for you in any department, leggings yeah. or arms or neck or thing, you'll notice it right away, right? And that's all we call our, our knots. So all we're doing is basically ironing out wetsuits <laughs> in multiple layers and in multiple directions because the fibers go in specific directions and we're just breaking up that tension right. to be able to do it. Um, yeah, I'm, I feel grateful to have gone to that school. And yeah, it was with a those teachers. fantastic school. 
God. It's a, I, like I said, it really was a shame. I, I think that, you know, they really should try to get something back up and going again. I had an idea to that effect. I was thinking about starting a YouTube channel and buying a bunch of GoPros and just filming the people that do, that have expertise. You came to mind, obviously, for the Rolf Method, Bart for um, sports, uh, medicine. Oh, yeah. How's Bart doing? He's doing great. Hasn't aged a day. Same, same as everybody that went to that dang school. Uh, Rebecca would do sensory repatterning. So I was thinking about like filming it so none of that knowledge is lost. She's still surfing? I think so. I think so. She's actually got a, a spa like that she's opening up herself. It's like a wet spa that you like a float, you know, like you do float tanks and stuff oh, like that. I've always wanted to do that. She's gotten it's into like, float spa. She's opening yeah. a place on sports arena and uh, she's getting all the plumbing and all that stuff. So she's going to come on as a guest and like plug her place. It's going to be amazing. Float spa, San Diego. Check it out. Look it up. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> nice. but, uh, yeah, I'm really happy for her, but her knowledge in sensory, cause obviously James, God bless you, bro, is an ascended master now. So she's, uh, you know, she said she would be willing to, to do like a series and explain. She said she found footage of James, like doing it, like doing sensory repatterning. Oh, really? If you, if you folks don't know, I'm talking about James Stewart's a guy I refer to in my book. He was like the angel of his, he was like every learning institution has a Dumbledore. This guy was our Dumbledore. He was the most magical, most mystical, most amazing human being. Yeah. I got to be one of his, um, uh, basically his, uh, I don't say intern, mm. but it was, what do they call it? Um, oh, the student? You got to do the student teacher? Yeah, program? well, I was, I was, um, I was a, what's it called? Assistant teacher. Yeah. So I did. Uh, I got to work with him a couple times, and I did his um, his contemporary. I think it was contemporary B. I'm not sure. Well, he did sensory patterning, and he did other other work. Uh -huh. So I was his uh, his. Um, there's a term for it. I can't remember what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Blanking out on a mic. Blanking is out on the mic. Yeah. yeah. It's not fun. You, they had like assistants. They usually had like three or four teachers for every class. Yeah. They'd continuity. Have, like, That's what it was. They call it I was his continuity. Another unique Ipsby title. Term. <laughs> Continuity meaning I stayed with the class while multiple teachers rotated in and out, teaching different varieties of work. You're like a senior student. Essentially, right? but um, I was uh, yeah. in charge of instruction, grading papers, that sure. sort of thing. But the best part of being continuity was you were basically the demo for every instructor that came in. <laughs> oh, that that was the best part is like laying on the table and yeah. letting an expert. I got like, work from just about everybody like there. James, James, I got to work like, with James for quite a bit, and oh, he's just so fantastic rad. work. I got to tell you, he had I, in the book I, that I wrote. By the way, you should buy my book. It's called Profanity: How I Went from an Atheist to a Quantum Wizard in Less Than a Decade. Boom! There's the plug. Uh, in that book, I describe <laughs> that James's hands, like that God would wait in line. If there were a line to get James, like God would be like, I'm fine. I'll just wait in line. I won't go next to get <laughs> touched, to get moved around and have his body. If he decided to have a body at that moment by James Stewart. It was like a wave machine, AI wave machine that could move oh, you around. I can't explain such a patterning. It's so almost, magical. Almost so, almost like you couldn't even tell he was touching you. No. It was really it was No, it was phenomenal. like a ghost was floating you around and yeah. you were just like, <laughs> I don't understand what's happening right now. And every movement would be ecstasy, like the exact far like length you'd want your neck to go or your your head to roll in one direction. And it would, <laughs> you'd just be like, oh my God. And your brain would keep exploding with dopamine and like gold light. That's how I chose the school. I'm like, went upstairs, he touched me like five minutes and he's like circling my head around, you know, and it felt like it was floating on a, on a carpet. <laughs> and then just as he like relaxed it and let go, like gold light erupted in my head and in my eyes. And we just like stared at each other for like two minutes, like, 
I was, it was honestly like 20 minutes. We stayed and he was like, I was his last person. And I was like, I'm going to come here in the fall. He's like, yes, yeah, are you going to enroll? Like, yeah. As long as I'm in your class. <laughs> That's how he sounded. He always sounded like he was speaking something yeah. profound. And he was, it was like if Jeff Goldblum minus the, the shtick, you know, right, it was exactly. like very everything this guy said was <laughs> everyone hung on every word this guy had. He walked around like a panther. Like when he walked across gravity, it looked like he was stalking prey. It was crazy. Like he just would glide across. Like how people describe Prince in his final days, and like, and then Prince would just glide into the room and like levitate in. You know, like that's how James would walk. <laughs> then you were like watching, watching a, a documentary. He's like in the savannah, in the prey stalks. And he he was just an amazing human being. I miss that guy. He almost married Abby and I. You know, oh, he was supposed to marry us. He like passed like four days before our wedding. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so he's marrying us in spirit. This lady that married us was even like, I felt like the spirit overcome me. It was like this powerful, like quiet being that was like just telling me like what to say. And I was just like, ah, oh, shout out to you, James. I love you, buddy. Mm. Oh, okay. So we're going to spin toward like the more mystical aspect. So structural integration is a very structural yet spiritual and psychosomatic experience anyway, right? People yeah. are having massive emotional releases i'd love to actually share one one please um, this, oh please this is fantastic let the folks uh, know what this they're is, missing is fantastic for me i guess it was i know probably the client got more out of it than i but it, i did but for me it was a fantastic experience and i was working on this on this as a session i remember meeting a woman and she came into my office this is some years ago probably mm. like five six seven years ago and um this is when i was still practicing over on Roselle, i think and uh she came in and the first time i met her she just looked like life had been beating her over the head with a bat, like oh, beating her over the head. Just, she just looked like beat down, mm -hmm. just like this. It was totally given up, sort of. Even the posture, yeah. right? Uh, and not just the posture, just in general, her her whole her energy, her presence. And I'm sure people, you know, you you know when you, somebody walks in a room and they just suck the energy out of the room. Yep. It's like, whoa. You know what I say to them? Hold on. Expecto patronum. Yeah, that's. Oh. <laughs> Here, I'll give you the headphones. Here, this is what it sounds like. When people are, are doing that kind of shit, you just got to hey, Harry. Yeah, that's right. Get those fucking dementors out of your life, dude. Soul suckers, man. <laughs> Though, I must admit, they help you grow and work on boundaries. Yes. So. Well, I mean, we learned a long time ago how to, how to, you know, how do you balance how to shield? So it wasn't that big. Yeah. Of I mean, I mean, I had a few sessions. I remember where I think we weren't working at a clinic yet. I got zapped from from a client. Just just sucked the life out of me. Instantly, huh? Yeah. Sometimes it was pretty. It, it was be. pretty. It was like pretty nasty. And um, like I said, when, when we'll talk about this later. But you know, I set up blocks and I set up you know boundaries to Some where psychic that defenses. does not help. That does not happen. Yeah, thank goodness. Yeah. But like I said, anyway, so I was working on this client, and we were opening up, opening up tissue, opening up, and doing the basically going through the ten series. Yeah, so okay. Doing the first session, second session, third session, fourth session, fifth session. Uh, I'm not sure if it was the eighth or ninth session, but I want to say it was the ninth session, and mm -hmm. we were doing integration. Basically, the last three sessions of the series mm -hmm. is integration. So okay. after we've differentiated, which means separated and opened up mm -hmm. all the different structures we're going after, we then attempt to integrate and sort of reorganize the way the, the elasticity and the, um, the lines are interacting with each other. 
What do you mean by lines? Uh, anterior line, posterior line, lateral line, uh, spinal What do you mean line. by even those? Is that are those the the Connected the symmetries yeah. that you're so trying to achieve? Of, yeah, instead like of a talking about symmetry? specifically, yeah, basically symmetry, structure, alignment, okay, that sort of thing. So yeah, so we're basically we're trying to organize the alignment of the spine mm-hmm. and then the pelvis in gravity and yes, in gravity, yeah, in the neck and so on and so forth. So it's it's kind of touching up on that. And sometimes I'll work on an issue that maybe it's not changing. So there might be something I need to, to look into that. But mm-hmm. we're just doing going through um, the general course of session nine, which was uh, at the very end I do the bench work, okay. which I find to be very, very helpful. But the bench at work, uh, for those who don't know what um, it is in structural integration, it is uh, basically you sit on a bench and we use our hands to elongate the spine. And there's, there's a number of different techniques we use there. Mm-hmm. But... Um, you assist, you compress, and then we, we use your feet to push into our hands, and mm. you roll down. And as you roll down, we lengthen each vertebra and lengthen the line, the back line specifically, Got it. so that it opens up and frees the spine a bit more. Sure. So here's the interesting part. Hmm. I was doing this with her, and we're going down, and um, as we're going down, she's kind of, she got a little bit limp. I had to, had to get her engaged again. And then she engaged, and, and we were going down again, continue to go down, continue, continue to go down. I can really feel kind of a couple of things kind of just giving way and open up. Very, and then we get pop. to the bottom. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and afterwards, you know, she gets up, she just looks different. Okay. And she's just, she just kind of looks kind of out of it, kind of really on it. And she tells me it was really strange what just happened. She tells me she shot up out of her head through her body, you know, out of her body. Got it. And was looking down at her body as I was doing that. That's cool. Yeah, it was, it was really weird. And we're not talking about somebody who is into energy work here at all. She was like normal, Regular every person. day off the street, you know, yeah. working a retail job. Got it. <laughs> Had nothing, no, no, you know, no background. His knuckles are so all. good, ladies and gentlemen. They will give you an out of body experience, possibly. Matt well, Denick, possibly. Baby. I haven't seen too many of them. But Doesn't have it all know. the time, but that's you never know. Oh, these are the sessions we live for, though. Right, know? exactly. This, this is like, kind of like, ooh, this is so cool. This happened. Yeah. But um, anyway, so after that, I was I was amazed. Now that wasn't the most amazing part. The most amazing part was the next week when I saw her, and she walked in, and it hit me. It literally was a different person. Mm. I almost didn't recognize her. I mean, she was upright. It was almost like she had confidence I'd never seen on her face before. Mm. And she just was different in, in every way, shape, and form. That's great. Yeah, it was fantastic. That's what well, what we're always looking for is yeah. like a, a complete organization of consciousness right. and just a tissue. Right, shift and, and, and watching people change and seeing people change and just even being part of that is so fantastic. Yep. Oh, so. my God. That's dope. And before we get into the even more woo-woo topics, mm. I'm going to introduce you because I don't think I have did the introduction that I did here usually, so I'm going to do it right now. What's going on, my brothers and sisters? You are welcomed. It's Aunties Mr. and uncles, woo-woo. It's monks, woo-woo. Kabbalists, it's wizards, it's mystics, it's sons and daughters woo-woo. of God, it's welcome. Mr. To Mr. Woo Woo. Let's pre-record this stuff. Let's go. That's right. Now we're going to get into the more woo woo topics. I didn't use my introduction, so I wanted to throw that cheesy shit in now. Now that we're like 45 minutes into the podcast, Matt didn't even hear it because 
I have kind of a broken roadcaster, so I'm the only schmuck with a pair of headphones right now. <laughs> so he didn't hear any of that. He's just looking at me puzzled, like, what the hell is this fool talking about? I was just doing my intro and throwing in my, yeah, he's Mr. Woo Woo, right? All over the place. Um, <clears throat> now, now that we have discussed more of the physical realm and the somatic realm, let us dip into the murky waters of the metaphysical, if we will. Mm, one of my and favorite topics. One of the favorite topics, because this man is not only physical, he is energetic. What brought you to energy uh, work, the healing, energy healing <clears throat> arts? As Shall you I know start them. at the beginning? <laughs> sure, man. Just pick the most interesting. Like, what, what, what caught your eye? What, what brought you into the world and brought you into, like, even wanting to do it? Much less acknowledging, like, that's a real thing. You know, okay. Like, okay. even really acknowledging, like, okay. oh, that's a real thing well, that people say, are talking I mean, about. Yeah, please. I kind of was interested in out of yeah. bodies and all that stuff when I was 14 years old. I kind of found You knew about energy work even then? I knew about out of body experience. Oops. Oh. So I was always trying to do them when I was younger. Oh, you were trying so, to astral travel. Yeah. Okay. I really wanted to do that. I had some success. I wasn't that great at it, honestly. Okay. I always had trouble getting out. Popping out of the body? <laughs> yeah. And when I got out, I was like, I got sucked back in. <laughs> As soon as you, then you think about the body and then it's back again. Right back in. Right back in. <laughs> yeah. I had like one or two times I had even a successful one. I'm not even sure what if I experience is real. So who knows? But mm. what experience is real, man? Good point. <laughs> Good point. Who knows? Is this real? I'm not sure. I don't know. It's convincing. Matter's convincing. My nervous system tells it's convincing. But yeah, uh, yeah it's kind of more fluid than we think it is. Can be. But anyways, like I was saying, yeah. so yeah, that, that was that. But uh, I guess really my journey with energy work started again at Ipsby. Okay. Um, I did always have an interest, and this stemmed from some spiritual books that I read when I was younger. Any, any in particular? I recommend books all the time to people. Oh, I'm probably, I don't know if you've heard this one. Um, the Law of One. The Law of One. I've, well, I've heard of that. Specific is specific that, but The Lost, Lost Teachings of Atlantis is the book that oh, actually I read. Oh, okay. Ever seen that one? Lost Teaching of Atlantis. I read the Aquarian Gospel of Jesus the Christ. I read. <laughs> but the Lost, uh, well, backtrack for a second. The Law of the One, is it more like Roth's teachings? It, it is, but it is um, the, the, lost teaching, the Lost Teaching of Atlantis is kind of like the beginning story of a monastery that was destroyed oh, uh, yeah, yeah, many, yeah. many years ago. Oh, and, yes. You know, it was, I think, um, in Tibet at one time. Oh, okay, yeah. That's and, where the Reiki uh, symbols They had, they had a too. history that dated back to. Um, Atlantis and Egypt and so on okay. and so forth. So they were, you know, they had a, a long lineage from right. those from those times. But it's an interesting book. And I mean, the history stuff is interesting. And that's actually what drew me to it because I was always fascinated with Atlantis. Okay. Did did its use of crystals like like suck you in, or was it just like advanced technology for advanced technology? Uh, I like I never I never the bought mythos. into the whole um, UFO thing. I mean. I think there's they're more terrestrial ships. I think this actually that they didn't have flying ships, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. That they had more like terrestrial. Uh, well, it doesn't have to vehicles. be aliens, does it? <laughs> <clears throat> no, I mean, I the most of the mythology has them interacting with right. beings well, you, from it, Sirius, there, there the Pleiades. Be. There could be, but um, I also think there's there's you know terrestrial uh, civilizations that oh, existed yeah. before. I should say the last long fall, which is about eleven thousand years ago. Okay. The Great Flood. That's what I was, my research and, also you know, kind of. As far as 11,000 years ago, you know that there was, was knocked a lot of the population out. Let oh, just, sure. Let me just ask you this question. So if you, if you had um, a decent level of technology, okay. where you could, you know, if you use sound, sound to levitate large blocks and move them into place, mm -hmm. and um, all of a sudden, everyone who knew how that worked and, and everything about it was gone. 
because they're either killed off or they're at the bottom of the ocean. Pretty much, <laughs> and you have a very the, small the amount Atlantic of Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have a very small amount of people that are actually left. Mm-hmm. Are they going to have any clue at all how to use that? Probably not. Like you and I. No. I mean, would you know how to rebuild a computer from scratch? No. Without base on you would have no clue. Yeah, you kind of start over. You start over, absolutely. And in fact, I think that's happened. I think that's happened to the human race a number of times. Actually, yeah, burning at the Library of Alexandria. Exactly. Was the a loss, huge loss, huge loss of, of old world knowledge, which is just gone. So we're, we're even though we're talking in, um, I guess History. you could say mythologies, mm. because scientists haven't gone down to the Atlantic and kind of went, well, you know, I, they, there's, there's ruins that are visible from theories Kira. about a lot of theories. There's about, a lot of theories. A lot of theories about this, that, and the other thing. And I don't know. I saw one that they thought that the actual city of Atlantis was was, a, was a caldera off the west coast of Africa. This is where coast. it was. Where it was actually at one yeah. point risen and then dropped in the ocean and, and it would be basically consumed in water and fire. And now it's just a. It's, it happens to fit the geological shape, okay, and structure when there was water there. They, they, they found structures of like off. perfect geometries at the yes, bottom of the ocean. But it's interesting because, you know, I think that there's a lot, the of different, of Atlantis. a lot of different old archaeology and stuff at the yeah. end of the ocean, mainly mm. because there were so many different civilizations that have grown and were destroyed. Yeah. In Mexico City, it might be like the seventh, yeah. the seventh one, <laughs> like I mean, on top of that. And this is... This we do is, this over and over again, guys. Proven archaeology is that they, they've already they've been, they've been finding more and more um, ziggurats in South America... In the, in the jungle. Oh, I yeah. mean, do you know how many pyramids are around the world? People only know about the pyramids in Egypt, but there's so and many like more. Palenque. There's pyramids in China. There's pyramids in Russia. There's pyramids Mexico. even in, in, in North America. Yeah. yeah. I mean, old, the pyramid yeah. form is like a sacred geometry. It is. So, so yeah, but I mean, there's, these are old structures, old, old, old mm-hmm. structures, and they don't know how these things are built. Yeah, they no can't one knows recreate how. them. And that's what I mean is like you can have... I'm saying like even take this populace, for example, mm. there's scientists that know how to molecularly engineer uh, AI or false life or uh, things on incredible levels that like I'm in the same society as them, but they have that knowledge and I'm an energy healer guy, <laughs> you know, that yeah. it's you know, hallucinating on God every day. I would if, if all of them disappeared, I wouldn't be able to like go pick up their manuals and be no. like, oh, I know how to do that. So even if Atlanta sank, it could have been due to like 30 schmucks in lab coats that turn on something they shouldn't have turned on. And it's like, oops, cause snap everything cause splushes into the, into yeah. the Atlantic and that's it. And that's it. And then you got to just start over with, you know, campfires. Right. And you got to go through a bronze age again and you got to like, do all of that bullshit. And like, Oh yeah. Hydroelectrical. Oh, that's a real thing. Oh, electricity. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's so slowly coming back. Starting over again and again and again. And that's what makes sense to me. So I mean, that that's my book, experience. it was out there enough that you were like, Energy healing could be real because Atlantis had something that was talking about well, yeah, something they, like that. They, they, they did uh, healing with crystals. There you but go. Their their technology was it wasn't just oh here's a crystal heal with it. No, that's not how it worked. No, they, they had they geometry varied. frequencies. Right. Like there was a lot of levels. They had that. grown crystals, and generally mm-hmm. they just uh, I mean there'd be one crystal run run this for instance. Obviously, yeah. I'm not saying they did this, but uh, they, <clears> one one crystal would run your car, while another one might help heal your kidneys. Yeah. So I mean, get to know which crystal you're using, how to use it, all that other thing, and they're used. And these things were used very effectively. As your quartz crystal, as you know, is a piezoelectric. It uses vibration into energy and energy into vibration. People mostly don't know you can program crystals like discs, almost like programs. Yeah. And that they can, they will run mental energy long after you program. I always have always like, you know, like Star Trek. Like, mm-hmm. what did the Enterprise run on? 
dilithium and trilithium crystals. Wow. <laughs> so like even Gene Roddenberry integrated crystal technology as an energy source in the as a, yeah, because as a future it's a crystal means. lattice. It has a, it's a it's a constant. You can always you can there's it's almost infinite amount of storage. Infinite self generation as yeah. well too for um, for power. Uh, so yeah, a lot of crystal crystals technologies. Do you wear crystals right now? I'm wearing the Matrix Energetics pendant right now, and it has like seven different crystals on it. I don't have mine on, but, but I have mine at home. Do you still on, have it on a Buddha? Yeah, that's awesome, dude. I use it. That's awesome. Oh yeah. And we're gonna get into that topic: the greatest and most powerful energy healing modality that almost no one knows about. Matrix Energetics, created by the great super genius, the great mad scientist, Dr. Richard Bartlett. And, and many others have contributed to its, uh, to its formation. But uh, he's Tesla. He's the one that invented uh, all of it. <laughs> he's the one that it happened to. Um, so you, you read interesting books when you were young, so your brain was already wide open for this kind of stuff. Right. And yeah, then, kind of living down the direction. What did you come across, like at Ipsby, where you were like, oh, I can, you know, I could actually learn to study these kind of things Jin-shin. and do them? Jinshin. Hmm? Jinshin Akutuch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, remember Barbara? I do remember Barbara well. Yeah, um, I did. I took her class. I loved Jinshin. It was really great. Uh, I used to I used to use it kind of um, avid, avidly when I was working in uh, in the center. Oh, okay. And I just kind of it was just like point point. It was like is like the two it was like the two point for Matrix. Kind of. Kind of, but there's very specific points. But because there's a protocol, it's right. There's a protocol. Yeah. Obviously, Matrix there is none. But no, there's no, no rules, we don't like just like Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> Not a sponsor, though I did work there, and their steaks are delicious. <laughs> and their honey bread did keep me alive for like a week once. So. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Outback Steakhouse. I love your food so much. Anyway, you should sponsor the show. Anyway. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> I, love, I love, see, I thought restaurant, I thought the whole economy was going to tank in the early 2000s, so I just got into restaurants. And thought like, well, I'll be able to make money and eat at a discount. <laughs> so it kind of makes sense. You know, in the depression, right. that's what everyone did was work at restaurants. And, and like, you can, hey, I can take that to go. Okay, Survive. great. Uh, but yeah, we, we learned this art called Matrix Energetics from this man. Jinshin Akutouch is a 4,000-year-old, a I think, What's, art. It's, it's old, yeah. Yeah, it's, like 2,500 um, years, 4,000 years. Like no, no one ever knows the exact dates of these things. It's all rumor. But uh, this lady taught in... And that was my introduction too to energy healing. And you just balance energy by holding uh, your attention on certain points of the body, uh, almost like acupuncture and acupuncture meridians. And once they sync up, basically that <laughs> energy segment is now balanced or healed. Uh, so we already kind of had experience with that. And um, so you were using it in the center. And when he says center, there was an Ipsby clinic that went with the school that all of the juggernauts of the massage school would go to work and offer like structural integration with Matt. Uh, I would do craniosacral and deep tissue and all the kinds of massage therapy. I met my future wife there, <laughs> all the coolest, all the, you know, it was like the cream of the crop basically got that hired, was a good time, hired there. We were making good money before it got managed to death. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> it got managed into oblivion, but it was just such a rad, rad place. And we had such great clientele that were completely interested in evolving and getting better. Let me tell you, if you're, if you're getting massage therapy and you're not like, let me also work on myself. Dude, I don't know what you're wasting your time on. Like life is only a series of degradations and more and more pain and slip up unless you put your car on the lift and get some massage therapy and get all those nuts and bolts tightened. Otherwise, once you're a classic car, you're not gonna, your fuel efficiency is going to go down. You're going to rattle and fall apart to pieces. So massage is like putting that old car on a lift and bringing it back into uh, perfect symmetry, perfect functioning order. The thing is, 
you can also do that using energy techniques. And people think, well, that's, that's really woo. You can like think it's somebody <laughs> and stuff in their actual physical body changes. I'm saying yes. And me and Matt learned this amazing, amazing style. I think I like showed you matrix energetics, like in the hallway of the clinic. You once. did. And like, and I, you were just like, what's this thing you're doing? I was like, oh, you want to feel it? And I just did one of his techniques called the two point. Mm -hmm. Not allowed to get into that, obviously, for copyright and blah, 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 blah problems. Yeah. But yeah, smacked him into the wall. He like slid down the wall because <laughs> <laughs> it's a very powerful and noticeable thing. You get some energy healing thing, like there's shamanic styles and like waving feathers around and stuff. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I don't feel a goddamn thing happening like with this person. I think they're just playing around. Mm -hmm. They don't know what's up. Major energetics, a 12 year old can knock someone over like, four rows of chairs. I've seen that happen. Oh yeah. Oh. Just doing one technique. My friend's daughter did that. I knocked him that. down. Remember, he, no one is knocking me down. My friend, we're at the conference right. and she's like, Oh, I just do it like this, this and this. And then did the, does a technique. And my friend like starts stumbling over like four rows of chairs and knocks a bunch of them down. That's the best and passes part. out. <laughs> That's how powerful this stuff is. Um, have you had any, before we get into like the amazing art that is matrix energetics, do you have any like matrix stories healing wise? I've got a bunch of them. Dude, I got hundreds, dude. But if, yeah, give, give, give a little taste to the listeners about <clears throat> like what this art can do. Well, actually one of the, <clears throat> one of the best experiences I had when I was, uh, at least when I was starting out, was actually at a seminar and I had this lady come up to me and I remember it was in Arizona. It was uh, one of the ones that, um, I was taking, uh, I think it was, it was, it was, level three maybe or no it was level two it was level two mm, okay and it was remember the remote viewing exercise yeah i do where you use a little anatomical chart okay take a pen yes and you kind of play with the you play it's with based the anatomical on remote chart, viewing kind right, of right based on remote viewing and so basically um this we were practicing this technique and i was um you can call it a technique we really don't but um yeah, whatever. I know they're obsessed with labels and matrix yeah, energetics. To, I don't to, give a shit, dude. Labels. Spirit knows. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I connected her. Okay. And I kind of connected her to the to the anatomical chart. Okay. And then I almost didn't pay attention after after that. I just kind of connected to the chart. Just, just looking at the page. The yeah, just yeah. looking at the page. And I just kind of went to whatever I was drawn to. And mm -hmm. immediately drawn to her shoulder. And then I went down to her hip. And then started, you know, kind of moving a little bit down here. And sure. just sort of shaking just back and forth. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the, the woman who was spotting her, because we always have spotters. Yeah, people that would catch other people because it's so powerful that you would sometimes pass out and or you fall would over or, or fall over in joy and bliss, of course. Yeah. But someone would try to catch you before you hit the ground right. so you don't and lay you down. So you literally would have a catcher or a spotter behind you. Go ahead. And, and she went down like a sack of potatoes. I didn't even realize until Just half a second she went down. Yeah. And I was sitting there playing. It's kind of like. Mm -hmm. Into the into the field into the field and yeah. um, doo -doo 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 -doo. and long story short, um, she came and found me the next day. Okay, and she says, "I have to tell you something. Mm -hmm. I can't believe it. I had to go buy all new shoes because my hips were my my back pain is gone. My hips changed overnight and my shoes no longer fit." Shoes no longer fit. Yeah, it, yeah. she was she was she was like utterly amazed. As was I, <laughs> because yeah. you know, I was like, wow. <laughs> I know. It's, it sounds, it was, it's too fantastic. Yeah, like the ones really that I've is. done, man, it's just with the time travel techniques, like multidimensionality and stuff. If I was like, walk you through the, <laughs> like what, what I've explored with matrix energetics on a multidimensional level and like, like planets and other universe, stuff like that. But it could be so practical, like a cat at a distance 
you just tune into it for like a little bit by tuning into, I mean, like you're connecting mentally and emotionally to the thing with your attention and then adjusting energy in your consciousness from there. And it has an actual effect on like uh, cats and dogs on the brink of death though. I did lose a, a dog recently, man, oh. to this reason. I've been working on him a bunch and this dog just had a will to die. I could not <laughs> bring it back, but I've brought back dogs that were on the brink of death. As you know, using that time technique. time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It is spirit wants to has leave. a weird Spirit's dynamic. <laughs> it was like 14 years old. It was a small dog, but I was, you know, I, I'm, I expect miracles every time because this modality is so insanely powerful. Right. Like it, there's and there's thousands, you guys. There's thousands of modalities. I'm sure the one you practice is the most powerful and most all amazing one. And your teacher is the most amazing and most powerful one. But it's not true because my teacher, Dr. <laughs> and what I saw this man do on stage over and over and over again, and I have like a hundred stories of, of miracles being a fulcrum. I, mean, I didn't do it, obviously. I was a fulcrum for it. But where the zero-point energy field created a miracle in a person's life that was otherwise physiologically, anatomically, medically impossible. Mm. Um, and I just seen him do it on stage. The most amazing one I saw him do in front of me was cured a woman's scoliosis on stage in front of 350 people. I don't know if you went to that exact conference. You know, I think I know which one you're talking about. I, he had a chiropractor come up, like did the thumb scratch like up her spine. It looked like a snake because mm -hmm. it was like her spine was everywhere. He just opened his hand and I saw the physical vertebrae, the shadow of the spinous processes move underneath her, underneath her skin. So I saw the shadow of her spine move and become straight before she fell to the ground and started processing and screaming and kicking and wow, like a gremlin getting electrocuted. <laughs> and then he jerks her back up and pulls her shirt up <laughs> to the entire crowd in the back. And you could see her, the thumbnail scratch read gone where her spine used to be. It was like an inch or two to the right of where it was now. She had a straighter spine than I had now. The chiropractor was so freaked out. He almost fainted. <laughs> like, and then, you know, bought a big matrix pendant later. He was like, oh man, I can't wait to get back and like start screwing with my clients. This is amazing. Because it's really that powerful. You get physicists coming to these conferences. It was amazing. Some of the people that came. Amazing. Physicists. I, I, I was Swanson. really surprised at how many you know engineers, physicists from uh, Russia and Germany. Yeah, different different guys that come and, and come yeah. to these come to these uh, these um, oh, was it or not but the um, seminars. Yeah. And uh, it, there's so many different, you know, so many different, you know, very highly educated professionals there. Very, lots of doctorates, and he would make fun of all of them. Yes. He'd make them raise their hands, be like, "Who's a doctor?" You know, it's like, "Oh, you wasted all your money. I'm about to, you know, trash everything that you've ever held dear." Oh, he loved engineers, though. He did because he loved to mess with them because they're very, they're very fixated on on you know ones and zeros, basically. Yeah, they're very they're binary very consciousness, mechanistic. And he would just blow their minds. Yeah. I, there'd be people at the seminars hadn't laughed for 30 years yeah. that would laugh so hard that they would be stuck to a wall for like hours yeah. and just laugh hysterically regardless if the conference was going on or not. Seeing entire crowds, oceans of crowds, just laughing their brains out so in hysteric fun. bliss. It was so fun and so blissful. Like if you walked into this room, you'd think you entered a madhouse I know. because there's people catching people, laughing hysterically, flopping around. Uh, crying sometimes. Crying sometimes. But it did make the people that were investigating uh, Matrix Energetics, <laughs> you know, basically the Department of Defense, always stuck out like a sore thumb. There'd always oh, be some yeah. dude with a butch cut, like in the back room, like, oh, like, oh are you observing and reporting? You want to practice? And he's just, nope, nope, just watching and stuff. Like, okay, well, observe and report later, bro. You know, <laughs> shout out to the NSA or whatever the fuck you're here for. And you know, they just be, they wouldn't show up because you call them out and you'd mess with them and we'd always know who it was. 
but uh yeah it was it's dangerous kind of consciousness technology oh yeah because you become extremely powerful as far as being a catalyst for transformation people don't realize how powerful they are they really don't no they've been programmed and told and oh really interesting study not to change gears please no change gears if you want there was um a study that they were doing that uh, basically two to four years old mm-hmm. i mean children are or they have almost genius IQs, but yeah. as they're programmed in schools, they uh, actually are indoctrinated into a more, a slower system to where they can't express their genius anymore. Fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. So basically they're, they're, they're dumbed down into society. Yeah. Don Miguel Ruiz calls it domestication. Like yeah, we, domestication. like when we're training dogs, we're all just trained dogs. But mm. if we do the reverse process, we can all be trained gods. So <laughs> matrix energetics definitely makes you feel like one. It's crazy. It's the microcosm of the macrocosm. It is. We're just I mean, uh, simultaneously. Small facsimile of the macrocosm. <laughs> and even the macrocosm be just viewed as like, I guess a lot of people are looking at it as like a construct, like a computer construct almost, because I think they've seen Tron too often enough times where they think like it's in reverse, like, oh, it's this is just a big computer that we're all... society, current society, you know, drawing parallels to what they understand. It's hysterical <laughs> to me. Like when people are like, I know what's going on. And I just go, you're a fucking ant. What the hell do you know, dude? It's hysterical. Like even the smartest dude on this planet is an ant in this cosmos. And like inside that little ant is a little ant brain that's <laughs> the smartest of all the ant brains that thinks that it knows the machinations or the the layers of consciousness and physics that are going on in the universe based on a model and some stuff printed out on a piece of paper or on a screen, you're tripping. Well, even the most no intelligent shit. minds, you know, from the past have been it's proven hysterical. wrong over, you know. All the time. Uh, uh, you know, exactly, all the time. It's like, oh, we found out this. Oh, he was wrong. Einstein was wrong. Or, you know, this guy was yeah. wrong. Newton yeah. was wrong. Yeah, if you start with, I am wrong, then you'd be a great student of matrix energetics. You just assume like all of this is just a holographic soup of energy and then you just work from there. And that's why it's in many ways, I think superior to most other styles is it doesn't acknowledge the physical engram as, as, as physical, like the air around you is just as important as the physical molecules that constitute your body. And, uh, yeah, I've seen incredible miracles, uh, Mm -hmm. happen with matrix energetics. Dr. Barley wrote two books, you should definitely buy both of them. Yes. They're awesome books, both of them. They're awesome books. And everything they said happened in there happened. <laughs> I probably met most of the people in the book that yeah. give those testimonials. I've seen even more fantastic things happen than oh. in the books. That's for sure. Oh, insane. Yeah. Insane, insane miracles, things. dude. Like you'd be like, yeah, that's right out of it. Like, no, this is Mr. Woo level five. But yeah, that shit just happened. You know, people that were level four cancer with no more cancer. Gone. People with uh, knee injuries that have hobbled their whole life or have no meniscuses, but they can walk and there's no pain. There's literally no medical explanation why they don't experience pain anymore. Gone. Because if you look at your body as, a fi- as energy as opposed to a physical thing as far as matter goes, the physics get a little dicier. They get a little more fluid. They get a little more open. Well, it's like the wave particle idea. Yeah. The wave particle structure, I mean, that's that entire thing. Like the quantum physics model is what Matrix is based on. It exists both in wave and particle at the same time, and it's not until yeah. you put it in, in, until you try to observe it in one or the other that you mm. actually 
bring it into reality. You're making me miss these seminars, man. I know, right? So much fun. Oh my God. It's the, it was the only weekend during the year I felt like a normal person. Oh God. Tell me like, about here's it. Here's my people. Here's the wizards. Here's the people you know, that know this shit isn't real. And I didn't look do forward to vacations, it. but I look forward to going to those seminars. <sighs> me too. I just, just what I live for. I would miss everything for that. I would miss, uh, me too. you know, soccer, which I never miss. And, you know, and I learned it like when we learned it, it was like $500, $600 to do and learn and stuff. And if you like repeat yourself, dude, there's no amount of money I wouldn't have paid to learn the information I learned at that. Like, that was great. It was, it's so impossible and so amazing. That's what I do in those videos. Like in the beginning of all of these podcast videos, I'm doing matrix energetics to not only create a perfect harmonic for these podcasts, but doing like instantaneous and mind-blowing levels of healing that can play out over time or they can happen instantaneously. You just never know when it's, how it's gonna happen. And Matt and I were both facilitators, which means we would be the people catching the people on stage that Dr. Bartlett would be knocking out over and over. Anchoring and as over. much as you possibly can. So and when you're standing behind him, you just feel like you had nine tabs of acid put on your tongue because it's the whole ship is moving around. Yes, even the ship it looks is like moving. The stage. stage is moving. Yeah. You're moving. And I'm. Got to blink it out of your eyes to make sure that you catch this lady so she doesn't crack her head on the damn stage. And, like, <laughs> and, everyone, and then he's falling on you and he's six foot four or whatever. Right. So he's heavy. Uh, and it's just like a big metaphysical party you know, basically, but watching people's minds expand in three days in that level from, I have a really sharp intellect, very powerful to, oh, I'm a soul and it's all powerful. And you just gave me a wand and here's how that works. And <laughs> it's just like another level, man. You it's breaking the illusion it really is just yeah. breaking that. Illusion. Let you know you're in one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And that your consciousness, the cursor of your awareness is what is dictating everything. Yeah everything and uh, how long has it been since you you took a matrix seminar man god it's been like three years um, now med was the med seminar i think it was i think it was the one in la fact yeah I think it just didn't satisfy med just doesn't yeah. satisfy it's very technically great it was and very technical every we didn't get to get to up and play Ugh. you know it was it's problem like, fixing right yeah which keeps you in duality with problems you know but that's what matrix was so great it was like basically hallucinating and playing with astral and higher mental plane hallucinations and reconfiguring them. And then the physical would actually change because it's just a printout basically of yeah. those kind of subtler energies and templates. Yeah. And the best thing about that seminar is the, 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 the just kind of like the being in the, um, the, sh the shift, but um, the wave, if you will, Oh, during like when it's collapsing, it, like the wave of energy there. Yeah, just feeling it and just, it's intense. And you just there's so many things that just shift and move. It's kind of like being in an ocean to some degree. It is, but it's just or like it's like a controlled hallucinogenic experience. If I don't know if you've ever had one of those. No, I yeah. try to avoid them. Yeah, that's really I, at this point we don't need mushrooms no. and acid because you could just open your eyeballs. As a friend, like, she wanted me to take mushrooms. Like I don't think so. Yeah. Ever since I took Matrix, like people are like here want some mostly acid or whatever, and like there's just this boys. I want to try, um, you know, smoke the toad, you know, get like Mike Tyson, and like, don't even think about it. <laughs> you might not be able to come back. <laughs> you might not be able to come back, dude. Yeah, they'll find you in your underwear, standing on top of a grocery oh, store, <laughs> drooling. You might do that during a Matrix conference. You never know. 
dear. Not uh, yet. Not yet. Not. We're going to coax Dr. Bartlett out of retirement, you guys. It's going to happen. And if he does, I will announce it on this podcast. And I would implore all of you to taste, stop what you're doing. Stop whatever you're spending your money on, wasting it on. It is like the single most amazing or important thing that you could probably learn as a human being without dedicating yourself to like 20 years in an ashram. Yeah, you don't have to. I mean, it's literally, it's, it's instantaneous. Instantaneous changes. Just, you, you shift into the field, all of a sudden you're just like, whoa. Yeah, it's like you dialing, like you just change the dial a little bit and you keep changing frequencies and it just it's, can sometimes be that simple. Because of the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> because of the structure of reality. And we just realize we're just doing it on a really, like a sub, I don't know, like a sub track. Our subconscious mind just kind of recycles the same thoughts over and over again. Yeah. Which you can also revise, by the way. There's a time travel technique within Matrix Energetics where you can go back in your own consciousness because it's held there as memory. That's why it keeps coming back in the present is trying to poke you on the shoulder to read. Shift it. Yeah, to kind of like create a new story. Yeah. Say someone dissed you or like, you know, oh, like so-and-so wasn't good enough to date me. In your mind, you go, you know what? You're too good for me. And da, da, da. you do that. And even though it seems like it, it doesn't do anything, it actually does change the energetic frequency and pulse of what your memory of it is. So it doesn't unconsciously keep affecting you. And that's tied to your neck pain. Yeah. That's tied. Our rejections, anything like that, it, it creates contractions. So basically all healing and what Matrix Energetics does, it's a reverse engineering of a contraction of tension. And it right. could be in the physical body, it could be in the etheric body, it can be in the emotional body and all the other fields. Spiritual body. Anytime that there's like a contraction, that's what we could call a sin or a harm or a negativity. And then what this does is it reverses that. Well, I love pulling apart definitions. Oh, please. That's one of my favorites. Oh yeah. So pulling apart definitions, essentially what that uh, what that is is a lot of lots of people will define something mm -hmm. in their past, and however they defined it, actually influences how they how they um, present themselves to the world, or yep. how they make decisions, or how they do this or how they do that, and changing that, just tweaking it a little bit sometimes, or just you know, or massively changing it, can can all radically alter how somebody behaves or how somebody views things, which I think is yep. so important because a lot of times we have, as you said before, negative ways of looking at things. You know, we have, um, uh, we can be depressed. We can be sort of, you know, defeatist. Um, so easy to get yeah, that so way because the subconscious mind is working 24 seven to try to pull you down out of that. So, you know, if it's negative, it is coming from your ego. Usually. You just know that easily, but to be able to have a, a spiritual software to be able to alter that instantly and be able to like, it's almost like turning off a headache or turning off a pain in your body just by hitting a switch. Yep. And sometimes it's that easy. Sometimes you got to take apart a more complex puzzle. Right. And then it plays out over linear time, but it, it, it is, if you don't get it instantly and it's not a miracle, it just plays out over time and it takes time for all the machinations to kind of sync up. And then a lot everything of that's clicks individual into place. too. I mean, some things yeah. will change instantly for someone because it can that's Other why you got to check sometimes when you're giving them the healing. Like, do they have any blocks to healing? Do they have yeah. that like subconscious resistance to well-being? Because that's or, what could be keeping you from all your goodies. Or maybe their higher conscious decided, no, we we're gonna we're gonna lengthen this out a little bit more. We're gonna give them time to do this and this and this, and then nope. then we're gonna shift. Man. So I mean, we don't have say over that. <laughs> but. My God, dude. The teachers, even in Matrix Energetics, like we've been so blessed to like learn from people like Justice Bartlett, his <laughs> daughter. Gosh, she's a genius. 
um, just powerhouses of spirituality and, and healing. Um, how do you, do you use matrix just, just within your sessions today or do you do it even to like make regular decisions? I have, uh, I've used or, matrix for everything. Yeah. I use matrix for everything. I never stopped doing I Windows, literally, dude. I literally use it for all the time. If I meet somebody, Hey, I, I got this, this thing going on, <laughs> you know, I'll tap into certain things. I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's interesting. And yeah. I'm feeling, uh, and then you get like, it's, it's like you have a magic eight ball basically guys. Like you could, you do I go right or left? Do I take the five? Do I take the one sixty three uh freeway? You know, like you could, you could really like moment by moment, choose your own adventure. Like those old books used to be in and pick right. the correct thing every time. If you just use this software. So, and that's what's great about spirit in general is all of our religions, all of our spiritual paths are software. It's, it's the connecting link after we fell, whatever you want to say, that allows us to climb that ladder back up and people pay attention to everything out here in the world as instead of the ladder, instead of <laughs> the source of the creation and the means to, of communing with it. Right. And they expect their, you know, their, their solutions to come, but it's, <laughs> it's, this is it. It's, I, I wish I could explain it to you. Like, and I wish there was an adequate video on YouTube that would explain how dope this, this particular thing is. But I don't think it really exists. And hopefully he'll come out of retirement and teach it because all my students are like drooling. To get at it. Oh, they want it so bad because they've learned every other thing I've taught them. And I'm like, I'm not going to teach you how to do Matrix because I wouldn't deprive you of the insane joy of like seeing it from the man. I was like, if you went to Rolling Stones and a Mick Jagger impersonator came out, you'd be kind of pissed, right? I'd be like... Mick Jagger's still out there, you know. He's still dancing around the stage. Just yeah, we got to we got to him a little bit. You got to get the you got to get the regular guy, the, the real the genius. You got to get the Nikola Tesla to, out there to do it, because there's there's no one actually like him. Nope. Uh, out there, and he's he has like a deep a deep spiritual history and, and lineage too. Like he was, I think he was like the doctor of Elizabeth Clare Prophet, like for many years on her ashram. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was, she channeled ascended masters and like all that kind of stuff. Lost years of Jesus was one of her books, but he was out. He's one of her students, and uh, so he has deep ties to metaphysics and and he has like two PhDs. So it's true. He's literally a genius on top of it all. It's crazy. Uh, so yep, read about about that in my book. It's super dope. And <laughs> call him up and ask him for a session if you can, if you could find him, because he's kind of like a hermit. You know, a little bit. He has a hermity vibe to him. He's got a Ron Swanson kind of vibe to him. You know, he is now. I mean, I think before he was really kind of bo- he was kind of like you know out there, boisterous sort of, very. Well, yeah, when he's on very stage, very visible, very kind of. He's like Godzilla. Yeah, he's yeah. so charismatic and super funny, uh, and he would like destroy your entire perception of reality if he could. And like, it only takes him like eight hours to be just like, "Yep, this is everything you're looking around and seeing. It's, it's not real." And then he, you know, heals like eight people in a row of things they've had forever <laughs> on stage in front of you. And you're like, all right. <laughs> and then he says, everyone get up. I'm going to teach you how to do it now. And he was like, okay. <laughs> and then you can, you can learn it and just have unbelievable access to power and healing. Um, Matt and I both do this professionally. Um, we've done it for over a decade. We're very, very good at taking apart people's problems. And he is especially prowessed at using 
force if need be, you know, he's got, <laughs> cause he's got the 10, he's got the 10 series. Yeah. Uh, I so do physical work as well as the spiritual work. Absolutely. You do both. <laughs> and that's the best. It's good to get on both angles because your mind is creating your reality and your physical outcome. So it's good to get some coaching mm-hmm. on how to change your perception so that your physical can change and stay changed. Yeah. Anytime you're trying to change patterns, mm-hmm. they're not just physical patterns. No, no. Yeah. It, it plays they're itself mental, throughout the whole emotional, bubble. They're spiritual. <laughs> there are a lot of different patterns. Oh, my God, dude. I know. Thank, well, thank goodness. So we have like something to do. We're in business, right? <laughs> but uh, where can people reach you at? Where can people find your website and get, oh. and get a 10 series from you? Get yeah. some. Um, I have a website. It's uh, www.structuralenergetics.com. Mm-hmm. Structural Energetics, just like it's spelled, mm-hmm. just like it sounds. Dot com. Uh, my number is 619-757. You want to give your number up? <laughs> I guess it's all tied together. If a lot of people listen to this, you know, they do their leave some yeah. voice message. Hey, hook it up. No, I could. Well, I should cut that part. Yeah, just go to the, yeah. No, you just, it only heard the thir- first three numbers. So <laughs> yeah. it's all good. They won't find you. You know where the website is. See yeah. this man. He's incredibly talented. And, uh, and stru- you if you look up, if you looked up structural integration mm-hmm. in San Diego, you'd see me structural energetics. Yeah. Top it's of the list. Pretty, uh, pretty, yeah, I'm pretty high up on the list there. So I am not cause I have not paid Google a ton of money to get up at the, <laughs> at the top of the list. I'm at the bottom of all algorithms. Uh, <laughs> it's SEO dude. SEO. But I went with loveenergetics.com, but I was stupid enough to just not have that as two separate things. <laughs> so it's L O V E. N e r g e t i c s dot com. A word you'll never find in the dictionary. <laughs> Love energetics. Yeah, I just combine them. But yeah. it was it's cool that we both picked a, a company name that is an homage to our to teacher to Matrix Energetics because mm. that's how powerful it is, you guys. It is. It is. Uh, if you're fans of energy healing, creative cycle, you this is just the ultimate experience and toy. You'd absolutely love it. So yeah, book up with either me or Matt. Uh, Okay, so I did a little plug. Oh, here's my other cheesy plug. Are you experiencing imbalance physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually? Let's help you get it resolved. We simply utilize energy or consciousness-based techniques to harmonize and uplift you physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. This energy healing, particularly with cranial sacral therapy and matrix energetics, is hands down the best in San Diego. We pride ourselves with over 13 years of experience helping people like you. What are you waiting for? If you're in San Diego and looking for relief, come see us today. Oh, awesome. I love my cheesy little commercial, man. Uh, I'd like to thank you for coming. First off, man. It's awesome to have you here. Awesome. Um, Quick takes. Government. What's your what are your feelings on how they're doing? Oh God! Our I don't government. think we have a first long ray. Enough, a long enough show for that, honestly. Um, but to be to say that I was dissatisfied would be an understatement. Understatement. Dissatisfied citizen. Government not doing well. Mm. Okay. Thumbs down for the government. Not that they've been doing well for a long time, but. <laughs> <laughs> are you learning anything educational, like second ray? Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always continue to learn in my, in my, my practice and, and what I do, cool. uh, continuing education is part of my continuing my, or getting, keeping my license up to date, but, um, I'm doing a lot of research in crypto okay. and that's, that's been kind of a side project. I was a soccer coach for a lot of years. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't done that in the last couple of years. I might go back to it. I'm just, I'm still kind of debating. We'll see. Okay. But okay. aside from that, yeah. Well, that answers my second question. Economy. Like the, economy. the economic state. You're into, into crypto, into... The economy took a tank. We're kind of in a recession. Um, yeah. yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I'm going to say kind of. Those numbers are fluid. Those numbers are fluid. We'll say... I'm, I'm thinking it's, it's, it's looking more and more like a recession. Yeah, the so, interest rates mm. took them a little while to raise them, right? Yeah. Yeah, mm. first inflation, then recession. Go fight currency. Please, God, put the dollar back to gold. <laughs> okay, oh. I will always pray for that. Um, the, uh, let me see, fourth ray, art. Are you into any arts right now? It could be martial arts. Oh, uh, arts. It could be well, um, like any mediums that you're studying. Honestly, not a lot. I kind of get my, I kind of, and I've done this my entire life. I'll get into one or two things mm-hmm. and I'll really focus on those two things. Or you get way deep. I get deep things. and I, I kind of immerse myself. That's what I did with soccer. Smart. I immerse myself. Um, you know, I, I go to, I go to symposiums, I go to trainings, mm-hmm. I take licenses and all that and all that. Uh, right. Same thing with body work. I've been immersed. I've immersed myself for the last 20 years in body work or 17 years in body work. And, um, you know, before that I had other interests. Okay. Like, okay. Uh, right now I'm just kind of focusing on body work <laughs> and I'm focusing on, um, uh, cryptos, cryptocurrencies. And what about, uh, let me see, science, science. Uh, they've been letting people know UFOs are real. What do you think about that? Oh yeah, they are obviously. Yeah. They even admit it. They just said it was real. Uh, yeah, that's a UFO. Yeah, the, Pentagon, the, the Pentagon just did. Mum's the word about like any of their involvement with that, but no. they're just like yeah. they did admit it. <laughs> they did admit it. That only took seventy years, guys. Seventy years, but you know, no one's a conspiracy theorist here. <laughs> no, but we could talk about conspiracy theories all day all in day a different long. show if you want, because this show's all about that too. Most of them, ironically, are kind true. of true, are more accurate than you think they'd be. Yes. Yes, the guy 10 years ago, you were calling a conspiracy nut when he says there's UFOs. Well, guess what? He was right. <laughs> yeah, and he did get probed. And that was that, Those are the grays, though. They love anal for some reason. Uh, <laughs> the grays are way into anal. Um, it's anal reticulous. Shout out to you. Uh, let me see here. Uh, six ray, religion. Do you have a religion? Do I have religion? Um, well, I was born Catholic. Me too. My dad was um, actually a deacon for a while. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah, I didn't tell you that. Uh, no, no. Yeah, he's a digging. I love my dad. He's a he's a great guy, and but he's always been very open minded. Well, yeah, he so went to Matrix Energetics, so yeah. like he's like to check he's always that been out. fairly open minded, and he's never been he's never been kind of a zealot person. Mm-hmm. He's always been kind of go with the flow. That's cool. That's cool. So, but yes, um, as far as being any kind of one particular religion, spiritual now, path, yeah, spiritual path. When I when somebody of... asks me what I you know what I believe in, I usually say oh. I'm more of a spiritualist. In, but not in the I believe in ghosts sort of thing, but oh okay, more Just of spiritual strata, spiritual of awakening. Yeah, yeah. It's like I noticed like f- people worship in either one of two ways, or not even worship, but like like their spiritual attention is on one of two things. One is either the source of creation, and they either call it Father, Allah, or Yahweh, and they're talking about a relationship with that, or they're talking about the spiritual jest salt of the creation, God the Mother or the Holy Spirit, so to speak, if we're talking Christian terms. And that's everything within creation that isn't just the source of it. So we're talking the entire field, all its contents, yeah. all gods, all intelligences, all powers, all energies. 
um, Shakti, basically. Shakti. And that the Eastern religions of Buddhism and stuff, they're, they're talking about merging with the creation, merging with what they call spirit, the outpouring from that central sun, from that central source. So I just didn't know if like, it sounds like you're more of the latter and you focus more on the spiritual stuff, especially Matrix Energetics does that. It focuses on that more than the actual source that of creation. More on like meditation was something I got exists. into. You know, yeah. I think of I think of connecting awesome. to um, being a uh, let's say being um, somebody that that can or tries to help humanity. Yeah, is something that's that your focus. My is my focus. So Relief you know, suffering. I don't. I don't think that going to and it's nothing against anyone that does this. Of course, mm-hmm. sure. I don't think that going to church every Sunday is is what I would do for me. It just doesn't call your heart. It doesn't call my heart. I mean, going you can just going go to in your heart and, yeah. and you're there, right? Right. And <laughs> I try to. I try to live every day yeah. like it's a spiritual journey, and I try to help. Every time that I work with somebody, every time I connect to somebody, it's a spiritual that's act. part of that spiritual journey. And that's part of that growth and helping others. As long as you're focused, my attention, that's the entire thing. Like even all metaphysical books I've run to is like, if your attention is on what either people call spirit, which is everything in existence, or the source of that spirit, either way, <laughs> like that's more important than reading all the scripture, than doing all the prostrations and all that. It has to do with your attention being like if you want to evolve if you want to like actually evolve and continue to evolve just put your attention on what people call god or the source of creation or source or yahweh or allah or whatever you whatever your term is it's only one creator look into your heart see what you find he's the one beating it i am i am i am i am you know mm. and uh yeah let me see what's the final ray oh yeah alchemy what's mm. happening in your life that's magical magical uh, I think all of life is magical. All of life is magical. Yeah, of course it is. <laughs> it's an How unfolding, it <laughs> ever-changing just salt of energy yeah. and perfection. I would say that um, <laughs> things change instantaneously. Things move. They uh, sometimes when reality shifts, and I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but mm. um, things that I thought happened before, and all of a sudden reality isn't quite see it the way that I did. Right. I'm like, oh, well, that must have shifted. Yeah, you got to follow the evidence. Yeah, you got to follow what's there. And okay, well, it shifted. That's fine. And instead of, you know, trying to figure that out too much and spend too much time, you know, seeing how did it change? That sounds I just like accept that it did. That acceptance is some, a function of the soul and analy- analyzation is a function of the part of us that creates all our problems. So like mm. that makes <laughs> total sense to me. Acceptance uh, is very important. Acceptance is. Acceptance. Well, I just want to say thank you for joining us today and offering your your expertise and i hope all of you give matt a call and get your backs and your uh, nostrils and everything like completely worked out <laughs> not to give you extra <laughs> nostril work uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh yeah we appreciate you joining us and listening to this conversation today and i hope your life i hope your spiritual path um, with oneness with the light is perfect and drama free and uh I'd like to thank you for joining us have a lovely day Thanks so much.